Do you want to learn about multifamily investing, but you just don't know where to start? You think you're too new. You think it's too overwhelming. Well, I have the event for you. It's called Multifamily Live, and it's happening this June 10th, 11th, and 12th, a three-day event. And best of all, guys, it's virtual. You don't have to worry about, can I shake hands? Do I have to get on a plane? What's it mean? Am I afraid of COVID? None of that stuff. It's virtual. You can do it from your home. It's a three-day event, and this event is really about teaching you how to invest in multifamily real estate. They want you to know how to achieve the, quote, quit your job passive income, right, by investing in large multifamily properties. Even if you're a new investor or if you're an experienced investor and you want to get into multifamily, this is the event you cannot miss. Guys, go and get your tickets now before they're gone. It's June 11th, I'm sorry, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. This coming June, it's going to be amazing. I know the folks putting this on. I have talked to all of them. I know about their businesses. These are the smartest multifamily people in the nation. You must go get your tickets if you're interested in multifamily live before before the ticket prices go up. As it gets closer to the event, it's going to go up. Here's how you get them. Go to bestrealestateevent.com. That's bestrealestateevent.com. Go check it out. Even if you're not sure, just go to the site. Check it out. See if it looks like it's for you and grab your tickets now. All right, guys, let's get on to it. Went from zero to 150 closings after burning the team down the first year, and then from 150 to 300 closings, and then 300 to 500. Um, you know, now a thousand, then five thousand. You know, it's like we grew super, super fast. You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. All right, thank you for joining me. Had a little problem with the audio there. Getting, get, I was muted and trying to talk to you, and that doesn't work. So thank you for being here. Welcome to Just Our Real Estate. If you're new, I really appreciate you trying us out. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back. Either way, if you would give me a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast, I would be much appreciative. I have a great one for you. I've got a guy in today that is running a huge real estate empire. He's a very smart guy. He's been there, done that. He is the founder and CEO of Waters International Realty. He runs and owns his own podcast called CEO Secrets Podcast. I was on it recently, so I know that he's a really good host because I was there watching him host me and it was great. So he's also co-authored a book called Millionaire, I'm sorry, The Million Dollar Real Estate Team with his business partner, Bradley Pounds. And uh, his other virtues are that he's a he's an angel investor and he does all kinds of really cool investing. And he's just, he's grown immensely. He's like one of the biggest realtors in the country. He's really knows his stuff. And he's here to tell us how to build a team, how to run a business and not try to be captain everything, as he calls it. Uh, he went from basically zero to a million dollars in earnings after expenses earnings in his business, and he's just skyrocketed from there. He's all over the country. He's got all kinds of partnerships, just really knows his stuff, and he really laid it out for us in this uh, discussion. So I'm excited to bring to you my very special guest, Chris Waters. Hey, Chris, thanks for doing this, man. Thanks for being on the show and welcome to Just Start Real Estate. Mike, super excited to be on here. Glad to be a guest. Thank you. 
Yeah, I know. It's fun. We, we did a little swap. I was on your show. We had a blast doing it. And uh, it, I told you before we jumped on here live that I, I was really looking forward to this. So I love, love, love talking to people, especially when I get to know them a little bit. And I know they can provide tons of value. It makes me really excited for what's going to happen on my show. So thank you again for doing this. And for those of us on the show listening right now, people in their cars and on the treadmills who maybe don't know you, uh, maybe give a little bit of background before even like let's dial back before real estate. I always think it's interesting to find out what was in people's heads before they got into real estate, why you got into real estate is kind of what was your life like and what path were you on prior to getting into real estate? Yeah. So um, I had a, a, lot, a lawn mowing business, <laughs> um, which is what, you know, paid my way through college. And my senior year of college, I had this customer, a uh, guy named Patrick uh, McKinley. Great, great guy. He was actually, if, if Patrick is listening to this, you were one of my most pain in the ass customers, by the way, because you were so and like I even remember this obviously it's been 20 years um, since that happened but uh, my senior year of college you know he was asking me what I was going to be doing when I graduated and um, I I got a degree in finance and so I was telling him I was going on all the job interviews or whatever and you know he kind of told me like that was actually his like coincidentally like what he did he got a degree in finance worked in corporate America and you know started kind of telling me about um, you know how uh, you know, real estate, you know, you've got no cap on your income. And, um, and so that, that was honestly, that was probably the number one reason I, I originally got my real estate license. So my, um, right after graduating, go get my real estate license. I joined his team. Um, Patrick's a great guy, but I was 21 years old and like not coachable at all. Like <laughs> I was like the shit. Cause I had paid my way through college and yeah, you know, like, I mean, I had a decent little business. Like we, we did about 300,000 in sales. Wow. So that's a lot. That's a lot of damn yards to mow. That's a lot of yards. And for college, I mean, that's a heck of a, I mean, for a lot of people, that's a heck of a business you started there in college. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was gross. That was gross revenue, you know, um, sure. but um, you know, I, uh, the one thing I still have till this day, I don't know if you can see my arm, but I have a permanent farmer's tan um, from doing, <laughs> uh, I, ca- I, I went through my accounting uh, that I had for my, um, uh, you know, for my uh, bookkeeping stuff. And um, at the end of my senior year, added up how many lawns I had, I had um, mowed and I had just um, exceeded 25,000 yards um, my, uh, after my senior year. Holy cow. Yeah. There's a, a lot, a lot, a lot of yards. That's a lot of mowing, man. That will give you permanent farmer's tan for sure. If, if you look at pictures of me in college, man, I look so tan. People are always like, man, like, how's your skin look so good? I'm like, dude, I'm out in the, I'm out in the, I'm working. Um, so anyways, I, um, I joined his team, sold a couple houses and started off as a buyer's agent. And, um, honestly, I just, I wasn't coachable. Um, and you know, wasn't listening to his advice. I wasn't patient. I was, you know, just, I wanted to grow fast, 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 fast. Yeah. And skip all the steps, um, versus like developing my skills as a salesperson, et cetera. And so, um, I kind of, you know, my career got derailed a little bit. I got into the oil and gas industry, which was really hot back in 2007 and eight. And then, um, market crashes for anybody that remembers back in 2008, 2009 market crashes. And so they lay everybody off, which was, you know, like a huge blessing in disguise for me because I absolutely hated it. And that whole time being in the oil and gas industry, like every night, like literally five days a week, I was learning about, you know, Google, Google AdWords and Google analytics and search engine optimization, like Mm. all kinds of craziness. And, um, I wasn't even practicing as a real estate agent. I was just fascinated with the idea of lead generation in the real estate industry. Um, and so, 
in um uh you know like literally you know i don't know if, again for anybody listening to this if you remember like i think the summer of 2009 is when um the dow jones hit its lowest at like 5000 or something which okay. is so crazy it's yeah. literally six times that now <laughs> yeah yeah um so i um uh when when that uh when the market crashed instead of like you know taking what i learned through real estate um kind of like in the evenings and whatnot and leveraging that to go into real estate i had this great idea like hey i'm gonna go invest in a bar and restaurant because everybody gets you know drinks a lot of alcohol when the market's bad <laughs> yeah and i i had never been in the service industry didn't know anything about like restaurants bars and, um, you know, so that, that ended really great. We were, uh, shut down about nine months after I invested the money in it. For and what? So, Why were you shut down? Well, you know, we our, our niche was, um, doing private parties okay. and it, it started off really good. Like we had, we were booked all the time. And then like, you know, like, so this is January, February, March of 2009, and then like, again, for people that remember, I mean, like the market really went into a free fall and like yeah. hit its absolute lowest in the summer of 2009, um, June, June of 2009. And so in June, um, our, you know, we started getting all these cancellations and, you know, like sales dropped 50% in June, 50% in July, 50% in August. And I'm 23, 24 years old. And like, you know, I had saved up a lot of money. I was very frugal, but like, I didn't have the bankroll to withstand the, you know, the storm, if you will. Okay. And so I was, I was, um, dead broke sleeping on my girlfriend's, um, red Ikea couch. Um, <laughs> and, um, like the only thing I knew at that point being 24, 25 was, you know, how to, you know, prospect on the phone from a sales perspective. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I knew about the internet lead generation side. And so, uh, what's kind of crazy is, uh, back in, I guess, let's see, in, uh, in 2009, 2010, um, getting your broker's license wasn't that difficult. Like I probably only sold like four or five houses or maybe six, um, in those first couple of months at Keller Williams and, um, uh, you know, three years had gone by and I hadn't done anything except, you know, on the side learning about lead generation. And, um, so I, uh, I was able to go and get my broker's license. Um, uh, I, and I think it was like summer of 2010, which is so crazy to me that they gave me my broker's license. Like I definitely, um, you know, had no experience training and helping people and, um, really hadn't sold that many houses. Uh, but back then you only had to have been licensed for two years and I kept my license active for two years and I was able to use college credits to get my uh, broker's license. And so anyways, summer of, um, 2010, I get my broker's license. I recruit, you know, 20 people to the team in the summer of 2010. How did you re okay. How did you recruit people? You had no experience <laughs> training. You had really weren't su successful as a realtor at that point yet. What, yeah. how did you recruit 20 people? Well, the one thing I, I, you know, I figured out back in 08 and 09 when I wasn't even working as an agent was how to generate a lot of leads using like Google AdWords and SEO and stuff and playing that whole game. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I got a, uh, I got a credit card and I put Boomtown in the summer of 2010 on a credit card. Um, back then, Boomtown and Tiger Leads were like the bee's knees. And that was pretty much all that existed for lead gen systems. Okay. And it used to also be exclusive. They only allowed um, two platforms per market with Boomtown back then. And so I, I used that as basically my, my leverage to get people to join. Um, I told them, hey, I have more leads than I can handle. You know, if you are looking for opportunity, I can you know, provide you the leads. No money out of your pocket. Just come on and start working the leads. And so got Boomtown on a credit card, started, you know, doling out leads from posting on Craigslist and, you know, running stuff on Google AdWords. And um, 
something else I did, like I wasn't really fully aware of at the time, but I created something I call now the brand, our brand ambassador program. Basically kind of like one of the things I, I needed early in, in my career when I didn't sell that many houses, I was dead broke was I needed money to pay for lead generation. Yeah. And I had, um, I had this neighbor that had, that was like, I lived in this apartment in this tiny one bedroom with my, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now. Um, and, uh, this guy next door to me, you know, like he, uh, you know, in some of these apartment complexes, they have like those, all those little private closed garages, right? Yep. One dude had like six, six private garages and every garage either had a Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, or some kind of like, you know, vintage car in it. And I'm paying by the way, $600 a month in rent, right? This is not a high end place. Yeah. And I'm like, so I get to know this guy and he had just gone through a divorce and gave all this cash to his wife to, you know, let her go without him having to sell his business. And, um, this guy's name was Scott. He owned an, an RV, he owned multiple RV dealerships, um, selling like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of RVs per month, like okay. just I was absolutely crushing it. And he starts telling me about, you know, cause I see him on, I see him on TV all the time. Like he has TV ads going all the time. And I'm like, man, how much do you spend on TV? And he tells me, you know, I, he spends like 60, 70, 80,000 a month. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> And I'm like, how do you afford to do that? And he's like, well, you know, all the people that, you know, we support kick into uh, this co-op marketing fund. Um, so he said, you know, I get money from the manufacturer, the finance companies, from the warranty companies. And um, he said, you know, it helps ultimately, um, you know, uh, put together this chunk of cash in a kitty. So everybody wins by, you know, yeah. uh, growing their business. And so I was like, man, that's a great idea. So I started hitting up like different people I'd recommended um, that did a good job. And I got up to um, uh, $5,000 a month um, and, uh, you know, I got people to kick in money into this marketing kitty. And so that gave me the cash when I didn't have it to also buy leads to help supplement the lead generation side for these 20 agents I recruited. So when you were buying leads, let me ask you real quick, Chris, when you were buying leads by pulling together this co-op marketing, was it sort of like uh, some sort of marketing piece that had like all these different like advertise like was it like a race car like a nascar or like a yeah like a nascar that had a bunch of different like did you have to give them space on the marketing piece i guess is my point yeah so i mean like it was you know i basically made this presentation of like all the different um places where i would advertise that business owner so you know we had this vendor page on our website we had this like manual vendor page that we put in our our binders that would go inside the homes with the seller's disclosure notice um you know, we would bring them in to uh, host training and, uh, you know, like client appreciation events and, okay. uh, you know, like they would, we would, we would let them like, uh, you know, put up all their information in our office, um, posters, yeah. or maybe broadcast stuff on the TV gotcha. anyways, like plethora gotcha. of stuff. Gotcha. And so basically like we weren't paying for referrals, like we were charging them to have the ability to advertise and basically buy brand impressions. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we weren't guaranteeing leads. We weren't even guaranteeing, um, at clients, we were just, you know, like, Hey, we're going to put you, we're going to, we're going to integrate your marketing collateral with ours and get you really integrated with our team. Yeah. And, um, so we were essentially the ambassadors for all these other local businesses. Gotcha. So as you can imagine, five grand a month that can help you grow pretty fast. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So all these leads you were getting, uh, you had somebody helping, were they paying for the marketing or were they just supplementing? 
Um, so, I mean, you know, like the money was being spent on plethora of different things, Google okay. AdWords, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that was basically paying for your marketing. Uh, and that's how you were getting. And that, and so the original question was, how did you attract all these people, these 20, uh, re, these 20 realtors basically to work for you? And it's because mm-hmm. you had all kinds of leads, right? I mean, is that just like flies to honey kind of a thing? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used the, I used the leads as the value proposition to get agents gotcha. and, um, and at the time Boomtown was like, like pretty cutting edge from a technology perspective. Uh, and so, you know, those two things were kind of my, you know, uh, as you put it, honey to attract agents. All right. Okay. So for those of us who don't know, and I'll be honest, I really don't know what's Boomtown. What is, what exactly was that? Yeah. So Boomtown is a uh, real estate specific CRM for real estate brokerages. And they're probably one of the biggest ones out there. Their niche is, you know, single family residential. Okay. Um, you know, brokerages and real estate teams and groups, et cetera. Yeah. Okay, great. And I, and the reason I wanted to lead into this, like, how did you attract these people? Because I know a lot of what you talk about and what you talk about in your book, the million dollar real estate team, it, it centers around a lot of not being like you call them captain everything. Like it's about yep. building a team and having an oper- operation that runs without you being in every single detail. So, Talk about that a little bit. How? What was? I'm sure there was some there was some uh, steep learning curve for someone who didn't know how to do that to get to that point. But what are some of the lessons that you learned when you were building teams and and that you tell people now about building a team? Yeah. So I'd like to tell you that first year when I recruited 20 agents, it went great. But the truth is, after one year, um, basically I started the team in 2010, started recruiting agents, and um, at the end of my first you know 12 months of having a team, I remember. Um, I was, it was like, you know, May, June, whatever. And, um, you know, I remember like, you know, I'm busy, right. I'm selling, I'm trying to recruit agents. Like, um, I'm working 24 seven. And I remember like my CPA calling me, um, in April saying, Hey, you don't owe any taxes. And I was like, cool. You know? And then like a month later, I was kind of like, huh, man, I sold a lot of houses like by myself. Like, how do I not owe any taxes? <laughs> and so I like, you know, I started like diving into my financials and like starting asking questions and stuff. And he's like, well, Chris, uh, you know, out of those 98 homes y'all sold, I didn't even know how many we had sold. Out of those 98 homes you had sold, you and one other guy sold 80 of them. And the other 18 agents sold 18 houses. Oh <laughs> and so he said, you basically like subsidized all these other agents to have all these other, you know, tools and leads and they didn't take advantage of it. And the truth is like, I really can't blame those, um, those agents I hired, but you know, needless to say the first year was a disaster. <laughs> and and I basically burned it down and started all over. But in subsequent years, what I figured out is, is like, you know, there's basically like three things you have to figure out. So one is you've got to figure out how to recruit and select the right people. Mm. That's critical. Yeah. Um, the second thing you got to learn how to do, which I didn't know at the time was, is like, you know, like how do you actually train people? Like how do you build a roadmap and yeah. like help them become successful yeah, versus yeah. just saying, Hey, here's a lead, go right. do something with it. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, recruits, recruiting, it's the select, like the selection process itself, critical number one, figuring out like how to answer that question. Number two, how to train, um, you know, how to train, uh, uh, people up. And then, um, third, the thing the big aha for me was that not all leads are created equal. And so how do you put together, 
you know, um, quality and quantity. How do you blend those two things to set your agents up for success? Because you can generate a lot of really cheap leads, but you can burn your salespeople out and they may not even make any money because they have to work a hundred leads to close one deal. And just not realistic to have, you know, to be, you know, working a new pipeline of a hundred new leads every month. So, um, Anyway, so uh, those were the three big questions I had to figure out in the subsequent years, and I failed a ton, um, you know, figuring those things out. But like, finally started figuring it out, and um, you know, we grew super fast. Uh, our group in Austin, you know, I got I started the team, or you know, I started full time as an agent, I guess, um, in twenty the end of two thousand nine, beginning of twenty ten, and. Um, started the team shortly thereafter, not knowing what I was doing and God, man, I should have, I should have not been a team lead <laughs> reflecting back on it. Um, but we grew super fast in the first three years. Um, you know, in our third year, uh, we netted a million bucks, um, paid taxes on a million dollars and, uh, did over a hundred million in sales. So grew, you know, failed fast, learned, you know, improved. And, um, you know, after that started, uh, expanding in other markets, 2015, expanding another market. And, you know, uh, you know, now I'm partnered with 17 people uh, across the U S and Canada. And, oh, wow. Okay. You know, do a lot of other things outside of, um, real estate brokerage, from, yeah. uh, you know, technology, angel investing, plethora of things. Oh, do you really, you do yeah. angel investing? Yeah, I've got, um, uh, <laughs> oddly enough right now, I've got, um, pretty hefty chunk in a, um, piece of real estate tech. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a, um, a real, it's a, it's a cloud-based integration platform. So basically imagine building a bridge in cyberspace to connect two totally independent systems. So they talk to one another. Okay. So it's a, it's basically like a cloud-based uh, cyber bridge building piece of software. So is it, it does it bridge any two pieces of software or two specific software it, well it can bridge any two um any two pieces of software um there's you know there's some customization required depending on you know certain people's use cases but yes it can bridge um any piece of uh software the the niche is uh specifically the real estate industry okay and you know the thing that i got frustrated with as i was building my team was like we had so many systems we're having to like copy and paste data import export sure. yeah people like, you know, having to re-enter data, double data entry, like, you know, so many leads were falling through the cracks. And so, you know, like this basically just got all of our systems talking to one another and kind of, you know, uh, integrated all of our software. So we didn't waste so much time paying people to like, you know, re-enter stuff and have leads fall through the cracks. Is that, is that a software that's out there now or is it being developed? Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, they launched, um, they launched in 2018 and they've got about 10, a little over 10,000 users now. Okay. Um, and I think they have like, they're helping like six to 700 different real estate groups across uh, the U S and Canada. Okay. Is it, uh, is it like, uh, something for big companies or is individual users? Um, so, you know, like, I guess that if you're like an individual real estate agent and you're using like, you know, some lead gen system and maybe a transaction management system and you want them to talk to each other, like you could get it as an individual agent. If okay. you have a team, you know, and you have like multiple pieces of software you're paying for yep. on behalf of your agents. Okay. You want to help them, you know, or well, if you're a big brokerage. What's it called? Do, what can you, can you uh, say? Yeah, it's called RealSync. RealSync. Okay. Yeah, R-E-A-L-S-Y-N-C-H. Yeah. Dot com? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the best the best way to think about it is a, a bridge in cyberspace connecting um, software. I mean, yeah. that's the best way to explain it. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, go check it out, guys, if that's something that sounds interesting to you. Because you're right. One of the biggest, it's probably just a, it's a, it's a business problem, frankly, but it's no different in real estate um, where we do, you know, you do have different systems and you're trying to copy and paste. It's a lot of manual, uh, a manual affecting data. And, and anytime you have people that get in the middle of things happening automatically, things get missed and dropped and whatever, right? So I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did a little, I did, I took a screenshot like from the back end of Boomtown, the reporting piece where it shows you like how many leads you got in the system. And in the summer of 2018, when they launched it, I connected uh, three different lead gen systems to it. And um, previously, my agents were just manually having to re enter the data. And my lead volume, like literally, no joke, I have a screenshot of this, depending on the system, uh, went up anywhere from 300 to 400%. Wow. And so, I saw that and I was like, wow, that's cool. But then I was like, holy shit, that means like for the last like six years, I've been missing out on an insane amount of leads because the agents yeah. haven't been loading it into the uh, into our CRM. Yeah. Um, so anyways, you know, we kinda, I kind of went down that rabbit hole. Be like, why are they doing that? Yeah. Like those leads, that's money. And then, you know, like sometimes like the number's wrong, but the email's right. And so yeah. they don't enter. I'm like, yeah. man, but the email is how you can get someone to respond to yeah. get their, their phone number so you can call them. Yep. And put them on drips, drip emails and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's huge. I mean, because honestly, I, I talk about it all the time. Leads are just oxygen. Like you can only go so long without leads, you know, before you die. And and frankly, to use that metaphor, you don't really want half your oxygen cut off either. That's not fun, right? That's not healthy. So having all your leads come through, plus you're, you know, that's money. You know, leads cost something, whether it's time or actual money that you're spending for the, for the lead itself. So that's huge. Um, you also have a podcast. We referenced it at the beginning. Uh, called CEO Secrets that I was on. I know I, what it takes to run a podcast. I get it. I understand the commitment and the time involved. Why in the world do you start a podcast? Why did you start? I know why I started. I've talked about it. Why did you start a podcast? Yeah. So, you know, back in like 2010, 11, 20, uh, 2012, 13, like I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm going and paying for like every training imaginable and, and going through masterminds and co convention conferences, whatever. And um, was a part of, you know, a lot of amazing organizations like as a student. And I mean, they, they like literally they like, you know, transformed my world. There was like the greatest shortcut to my growth was learning from a lot of people, you know, a lot smarter than me and taking what they had, you know, tested and proven and just yeah. copying it. Yep. And, um, you know, as I was going through this, like I was growing really fast, you know, like went from zero to 150 closings after burning the team down the first year. And then from 150 to 300 closings and then 300 to 500, um, you know, now a thousand and then 5,000, you know, it's like we grew super, super fast. And so as, as I'm going through all these, you know, conferences, I'm sitting next to people doing the same stuff they're doing, or, you know, I'm implementing the same stuff they're listening to. Yeah. And, um, but there, you know, there were like a couple like random things like in the moment, like I was doing that, um, they weren't, and they were just things I did out of necessity. Like this whole idea, what I, I talk about in the book, the brand ambassador program, like, you know, the, I, I learned that from this RV guy and it, you know, was transformational in my ability to scale faster. Yeah. You know, I was able to, um, you know, now I'm, I'm getting like, you know, 30, 30, 35,000 a month. I mean, that pays for a lot of, a lot of leads. And so, um, Anyways, uh, I guess um, when I, after I went through all these trainings, which were again transformational, and I I can't you know every time I see these people like that run these training companies in person, I tell them like man, I'm so thankful to have like met you, yeah, and gone through your program, and like you single handedly like helped me like you know uh, I was at a very low point as you can imagine sleeping on my girlfriend's couch, <laughs> yeah, um, I was eating a lot of humble pie back yeah. then after being all like you know graduating college and thinking I'm the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, um, 
you know, I, like the thing that, uh, you know, I started having these people call me, you know, I'm flying down and visited me and like, you know, and, and the calls just kept mounting and people flying down, coming to visit my office and, you know, just kept building and building and building. And, um, somebody suggested, they're like, Chris, why don't you just, you know, write a book and then just give the book to people. So they know the journey you went through of scaling the team. And, um, so I published this book, I think it was, you know, three years ago. And, um, and as I told you, Mike, I'm happy to give this away for, to free, yeah. for free to people. I I'm, you know, uh, I mean, you can buy it on Amazon. I'd love for you to buy it on Amazon and make the money. I think it's 20 bucks, but I'm happy to give you a copy of the book free, um, for anybody that listens to the show. But, um, you know, uh, as I started, um, expanding in other markets, like, you know, kind of what I, you know, like the first market we expanded into, like we made a lot of mistakes and then second market we expanded into, we made still made a lot of mistakes, but a few less mistakes. Yeah. And as we were trying to like grow and scale, I started, you know, trying to seek out coaches outside of the real estate industry, because quite honestly, I'd been through, I had already been through all the real estate coaching companies yeah. and they're all great, but I sucked all the juice out of them yeah, yeah. Um, and learned everything I could. So I started um, getting like executive uh, level type coaching and leadership coaching. And like, it really, I mean, dramatically, you know, started helping me change my business in the way I thought, think about it. And so kind of one of the, the holes that I saw in the, in the real estate industry is, you know, a lot of people get into real estate and, you know, they don't think like a CEO, they yeah. think like a salesperson, how am I going to go from 10 deals to 20 deals? Or how am I going to go from 30 to 50 deals? Yep. And they're, you know, like Robert Kiyosaki talks about it, right? Like you, that little quadrant, like you're on the bottom left-hand corner of that quadrant, you're self-employed and you're, you're essentially, you know, you own a job, you don't yeah. own a business. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, the, the, the thing that I kind of recognized after going through this like executive level coaching and leadership coaching and stuff um, is that like the, the real estate industry doesn't really teach you how to think like a CEO. Like, for example, the thing that I did by complete accident because of that neighbor uh, that owned the RV dealerships was the brand ambassador program. Yeah. Like I didn't, you know, but like as a CEO, you think like strategically about how you can like move, you know, a like, you know, like use a tiny little hinge that like will open up this really big door. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like these, you know, transformational little tweaks. Um, you don't really learn, um, through traditional coaching programs. And so, um, I'm not, I'm not really in the coaching business. I created CEO secrets to help, um, real estate agents learn how to think more like a CEO and how to make yeah. those strategic shifts. I did create a 90 day course. Um, it's actually a nonprofit. I make no money on it. Um, we, you know, give all the money away and, um, the, co the course is called the CEO masterclass for okay. real estate. Um, and it's, it's a nonprofit deal for me. Uh, but it's like, it, I felt like it's the one thing I could do from a contribution perspective to give back to the industry. Uh, because something I kind of learned, uh, in the industry is that, uh, you know, it's actually not in, it's not to the benefit of a lot of these real estate companies to like help you build a big business. Yeah. And as time kind of progressed, I had a lot of friends that built big businesses within these big, you know, franchise systems and they got kicked out, mm. you know, like not, not kicked out per se, but like literally like they became a drain on the resources to that franchisee yeah. because they were so big. Okay. And so like, if you go buy one of the operating manuals for one of these, you know, typical real estate franchise systems, their, their business is predicated on agent count, not agent productivity. And agent productivity is just an upsell opportunity to sell coaching within the franchise business. That's interesting. And 
And so like, it's, you know, like these guys want to keep you on the, on the Ferris wheel of selling deals and recruiting agents into the company, which is where those, you know, multi-level marketing schemes mm-hmm. come in with rev share and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I have lots of friends that make a lot of money in the rev share thing, but like, again, you're, as Robert Kiyosaki said, you're, you're self-employed, you own a job, not a business. And as soon as your downline dries up, right, like you're toast. And yeah. so you have to constantly be, you know, building and rebuilding that downline. And so, Yep. Um, you know, I just, I felt like it was just a, it was a big hole in the, in the real estate industry is, you know, like there's so many hardworking people out there in the industry that are like hustling and, you know, you know, kicking ass and taking names. And like, if you just make a couple of tweaks from like a, you know, like think like a CEO, you're, you're going to be able to have like transformational success yeah. to yeah. take your business to the next level. So there's a couple of things I want to talk Rook, I want to circle back to you. Number one is the, the 90 day course that you give away the money. Is it a certain cause or is it different all the time? Like, it, do you want to mention what, what you do, what you're supporting? Yeah. So, um, on the nonprofit side, we, you know, we support a, a plethora of different, um, nonprofits. It's not any like dedicated one. Okay. And, okay. Um, I guess, you know, some of the ones we've, uh, some of the ones we've supported are Operation Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that. Yeah, um, I, I actually uh, support them too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's one. Um, another one, uh, these are kind of local here in central Texas. Um, one's called the Settlement Home for Girls. Uh, my mom uh, fostered two, two kids from there when my brother and I graduated high school. Mm. Um, another one's the Texas Refuge Camp, similar with um, similar to, uh, to Operation Underground Railroad. Yep. They take in, uh, you know, girls that have, you know, girls, guys and girls that have been used for sex trafficking. Um, I have I have two little girls myself, a two-year-old and four-year-old. And then um, uh, one of the key hires I made with my real estate business was this guy named Bradley Pounds. And um, uh, Brad actually co-authored the book with me and was one of the key kind of linchpins I hired in the early days that, that actually helped you know build the business to what it is today. And Brad was the um, president of a nonprofit called CASA. Um, essentially, they take volunteers to represent you know, kids going through the court system, they're appointed, you know, uh, supervisors, if you will, to help them through Mm. the court system. These are kids that have been in families where it's like, you know, they've got, you know, the kids are, their parents are drug addicts or whatever. Yeah. And just, it's a really bad deal. And so that's another, another big one we support. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, uh, every, uh, Let's see. Like once a year, we ask somebody on our team, you know, who what's what's an organization really important to you? Yeah, and we'll make a sizable donation to them. That's very cool. Um, so it's yeah, it's not one dedicated. That's one. cool. It's- no, that's awesome. And I just want to give you a second to talk about that because I think, you know, you 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 kind of glossed over it, and I think that's because you're not trying to necessarily go, hey, look what I do. I'm a great guy. But I think sometimes in in the world, forget this podcast. We just need to slow down and recognize these important causes and people who support them. So thanks for doing that. It's awesome. Like yeah. you, you casually just mentioned, hey, I have the 98 program and I don't charge for it. I don't make any money. I do. I put it all to different causes. That's that's admirable, right? Like most in this world where everyone's trying to figure out, you know, how they can make another, you know, hundred thousand dollars or whatever, like you're, you're putting it somewhere else. So that's very cool of you. You also mentioned your book, uh, The Million Dollar Real Estate Team, that you would give it away to my audience. Um, I know we talked before we jumped on here. You said the URL is kind of long. Do you want me just to put it in the show notes or do you want to say what it is? Yeah. So it's, it's, um, www.milliondollarrealestateteam.com. Oh, okay. That's super long. No, that's the name yeah. of the book. So that's okay. That's cool. Okay. So www.milliondollarrealestateteam.com. Yeah. Uh, that's where you can go to get a free copy of the book. Um, I would suggest just going to Amazon, getting it, getting a free copy, just paying for it. However, if you get the free copy and you like it and you get something from it, 
go and buy it. Like just just support, right? Like he's all the good, all the proceeds from the book go to nonprofit too. I don't keep oh, any of the money from the book. Well, there you go. That's beautiful. So yeah. definitely go buy the book, guys. If you want to get it for free for whatever, that's fine. But go buy it, especially if you like it. Go buy it. So it supports great great causes. Um, honestly, Chris, I could do this all day. You're a smart smart guy who's created an incredible business and uh you're just a, a successful guy who's who's a good guy and i that's the exact kind of person i love talking to and uh you're very humble and uh you just drop bombs without even like batting an eye about this business and how to run it and i think that's cool but i really want people to go get that book so they can really really dive into the lessons that you learned to build the company that you built so um thank you for doing this i appreciate you having me on your show it's been a real pleasure and an honor to have you on mine. Uh, I think that this has been a super valuable uh, episode for people, and I think people are going to run out and grab the book, and, and they should because it's awesome. And, and go check out his podcast, by the way, CEO Secrets. Go check it out. When you go there, rate it, review it. That's the best thing you can do for him regarding the podcast. Go rate it and review it and uh, and listen to it because it's quality. I, I listened to it before I was a, was on it, and uh, I know it's good. So thanks for doing this. Mike, man. man, thanks for your endorsement. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I, I love it. I, I love talking to people like you that I, I really respect. So thanks again for doing this, and uh, have a great rest of your year. Stay healthy. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Thank you. and we'll talk to you next time, man. Thanks, Mike. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Go out and grab Chris's book. I do think it's quality, and I think that you should be checking it out, especially if you're a realtor, broker, someone who's building that real estate team, and uh, and you want to learn from someone who has hit the mountaintop, has reached it. He knows what he's talking about. Also, if you notice in this episode, he talked about masterminds and how much they meant to him and how much they meant to his business and his business success. Guys, if you want to find a mastermind, reach out to me. I have the one for you. Send me an email. Let me know you're looking for a mastermind and I will point you in the right direction because I know the best one in the country. So reach out if you want that, guys. It's exactly how I built my business. It is exactly what I did. I joined a mastermind, made all the difference, night and day, complete reason why I had the kind of success that I've been able to enjoy. So get out there and get started. Masterminds are where it's at, but it all starts with taking action. No mastermind is going to do it for you. You've got to get out there and take that action. So go make it happen for yourself today. All right, we'll see you next time.